Welcome to the Jillian Winery Show. You're listening to a certified health and wellness coach, single mom of two, business owner, and a woman who's going to keep it real. Because in all honesty, my life is far from perfect. But you know what? Perfection is a trap. And what I can tell you is that my life is built on a rock with God as the foundation, and it is night and day from what it used to be. And it continues to blossom every day because I'm committed to growth and growing you too. We're going to talk about a lot of different things on this podcast, because when it comes to true health and wellness, there's much more to it than diet and exercise. So tune in however you can as we dive into topics like faith, mindset, motherhood, health, community, and pursuing the calling that God has for you. Because whether you realize it yet or not, all of this is tied to your wellness and so much more. And I can't wait to see how you implement these aspects to create a life that's not just well-lived, but worth living one that you feel truly in alignment with. My goal for this podcast is to get you to love your life, to own where you're at and let go of anything that's holding you back. You are chosen, my friend, and I am so thankful you're here. Let's get started. All right, guys, welcome to episode number 18. And I'm so glad you're tuning in today because we're going to be talking about a topic that I love so much. And my hope is that after you listen to this and begin to implement this and start seeing the fruit from it, that you fall in love with it too. And maybe this is something you already love to do. And if you haven't already read the uh, topic here of this episode title, it is dun, dun, dun. That's what my kids would say. <laughs> the, the title of it is thriving with routine. We're going to be talking about routine today. And I know for some of you guys who don't like structure, you're probably cringing right now and I get it. But before you completely turn off this episode, hear me out. John C. Maxwell, who is a pastor who has written more books on leadership than anyone out there, has trained so many great leaders out there and is so disciplined when it comes to routine, says, you'll never change your life until you change something that you do daily. The secret to success is found in your daily routine. Notice, he didn't say weekly, monthly. He said daily. But here's the problem. We're human and there's a ton of distractions out there every day trying to get us off our routine. There's social media and there's also media in general. And if we're not careful, media is going to get us to think that one routine might be more inclined to get us there and it might look more appealing versus what God's trying to call us to do, right? Because if you haven't noticed it yet, TV and, you know, TV shows and movies, say on Netflix, you know, it's going to glorify and show the way a routine should be ran, you know, with families and all of that. It's going to depict it in a way that's to get ratings. So what does that show? It glorifies humor. It glorifies brokenness. It glorifies, you know, people who aren't, you know, a, a family unit that's not structured together. It's going to show kids who are misbehaving, a mom that's running ragged, a dad that's checking out. Like this is usually, if you think about it and are being honest, this is usually how they show families. I mean, I know for the shows that I grew up going, growing up, those were, that was how it was depicted. And, and maybe you're out there and you're like, well, man, I, ha I don't, I haven't, wasn't even raised in a family that had a healthy routine. Just because you weren't raised in it doesn't mean that you can be the person that has this transitional family where you're creating a different routine. 
you know, it could start different with you. And there's so many books and resources out there that are going to show you this. And it's so much easier than you think, but the hardest part truly is getting started. And that's why I want to coach with you today is to be here with you to kind of get the wheels going and think of this as like a rough draft with me today. We're just kind of a rough draft out some new routine aspects that are going to help you thrive. And it's going to allow you to let go of the things that are kind of holding you back in your daily routine. Another thing I want to uh, have you hear out is something that I heard from this woman, Katie, who is has a podcast called Now That I'm a Mother. And she said, if you don't have system in your home, you actually do. They just aren't working for you. And I know that can be hard to hear at first, but trust me, when you start getting these routines in place, they really help because I've been there. I've been there where I didn't have strong systems and we were falling to systems that I didn't realize were in place, but they were systems of starting the day off in a way I didn't want them to go that weren't, that wasn't helping any of us. So to get started, I kind of want to back this up with scripture, right? Because when I hear anything, and I hope you do too, when you start to hear it, ask yourself, well, what does God say about this? You know? And so I took this routine aspect to the Bible and I found two Timothy chapter one, verse seven, where it says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear or timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. You know, when I think of routine, discipline is huge and self-discipline at that. In first Corinthians 11, verse one, it says, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. And when I think of God, our God is a God of order. He has structure in place. I mean, everything is created on order. Proverbs 22, six says, train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they are old, they will never depart from it. Again, this is talking about discipline and order and being obedient. So with this, I want to kind of get going and we're going to kind of draft this up. I want you to have fun with this. And I really want you to take a real internal look on what's serving you and what isn't so that you can have a routine. That's not just a simple routine, but one that you're going to thrive on for you. If you've got a partner and if you've got kiddos, I want the whole family to thrive, right? So I like to chalk, chalk this up into three categories morning routine, afternoon routine, evening routine. And so try to think of this as a more simplified approach, right? So let's hone into morning. So how do you want your morning to flow? Start free writing and thinking about this. What would be your ideal morning? What would it look like? How would it flow? And really think about what season you're in and what month you're in. Maybe you're in the season with a newborn. Maybe you're in the season of your kids are home for summer. Maybe you've got adult kids. Maybe they're working. You know, who knows what it is, but really get clear on what it would look like for your morning. And so let's start. I'm going to ask, you know, ask you some questions to kind of get your wheels turning. But what would be an ideal time for you to work out? or work out, wake up. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of the game here. What would be an ideal time for you to wake up the majority of the time? One that's going to be healthy for you and doable. Um, also, how would you want the first few hours of your morning to go? How would you want to start it? Do you want to be in God's word? Do you want to be doing affirmations? Do you want to be doing visualization? Do you want to be stretching? Do you want to be working out? Is it a cup of coffee and going over gratitude and you know, what is it? Is it with your partner? And also if you've got kids, depending on what age they're in, think about them too. How are they going to start their morning and how can you help shape that as well? 
So those are some things that I would like you to consider and try to think about what are these non-negotiables I'm going to have in for my morning. That's kind of going to be the flow for my morning. These like, no matter what I'm going to do, like the majority of the time I'm going to wake up at this time and I'm going to, you know, maybe it's example, have coffee, work out, focus on gratitude, get ready, get the kids ready. Whatever it is, try to figure on those things that are going to make you feel really full. And so I don't know about you, but I geek out on this stuff and I have been at my morning routine, restructuring it for so long. And there's so many things that I've tried um, that as my kids adjust and grow and all of that, you know, things just change. And so in this season, what I found is this really, sweet, really good sweet spot. And so I just want to share this with you. It might sound lengthy, but again, I've been at this literally for years and it's helped me. I mean, I think Ellie was two when I started doing this. And so she's five and a half now. Um, like how I throw in that half and <laughs> she's got me so trained to not forget that half, but okay. So here's some things that we do for our morning routine. Okay. So I, I know getting up five days a week before my kids is crucial. Um, so I try to get up between five 30 and six before my feet hit the floor. I pray. Um, and then I go into drinking eight ounces. Well, first I brush my teeth and as I'm brushing my teeth, I'm heating up water and I drink eight ounces of water with lemon and then I do hot tea with a fizz. So it's um, natural energy. And this is like warming me up, making me get hydrated. And it's also giving me energy, some clean energy at that. Um, and then I'm walking over to jump into God's word. And sometimes, you know, my son's waking up, but usually I get a verse in a chapter. I might be doing a Bible study and I'm just in God's word for as much as I could be in. Um, but I'm I'm mindful of the clock <laughs> because my kids are usually up by seven, seven thirty. So I'm mindful of that. And then, um, then I open up my calendar and I look, okay, what's on the, the list for today. And as I'm looking at that, I'm kind of stretching. I might be doing some squats or I might be doing like some form of something I could do. That's like a movement, you know, that's helping my body warm up while I'm looking at that calendar. And then I make my greens drink, which is super fast. Uh, I throw in a load of laundry and then I just start getting ready. And as I'm getting ready, I'm listening to something that's going to help me in the season, something I can learn, whether it's from a sermon, podcast, or YouTube. And in this season specifically, I'm listening to homeschool and parenting stuff. Uh, and by that time, my kids are making their way in the bathroom. And it's at that, that moment that I have to mentally and physically switch. So I go from that was my morning to this is our morning. This is my kids' morning. This is their start. How can I help equip them to have a good morning? And so I instantly turn off my stuff and I turn on worship music in the house. We have speakers in a couple parts of the house. And so our house is then flooded with worship music. I get them excited. I try to be excited, mom, and ask them, what did you dream about? What is God? How is God speaking to you this morning? And we'll pray. I, you know, we each, you know, Ellie gets herself dressed. I get my son dressed. They get back in the bathroom. They're brushing their teeth. We go into breakfast, we pray. And then as my kids are eating breakfast, because I do a protein shake, um, I read a devotional, a kid's devotional. It's the Jesus Calling devotional. I read it out loud. It really frames their mind, or at least I know it does for sure, Ellie. I like to think my son's soaking, soaking up all this stuff too, but he's smiling and eating food and throwing it everywhere. But um, he seems pretty happy about it. But so we do that. And then I do my kids hair because they're contained sitting down. That makes it easy. And then um, when they're done with food, we do vitamins um, and we just do this together. And I have them say something they're grateful for. And so 
again, my son, you know, is one years old, so he's not saying a ton of stuff, but um, I give him the chance to say something and he's yelling something. And then Ellie says her usually heartfelt something. It's really sweet. And then I say something. And then I try to get us right out the door, um, to get outside and just stretch, get all the wiggles out before we jump into homeschool. So that's like our morning routine. And it's worked really well for us. Again, does it always go perfect? No. Has there been many times I've had to simplify it? Yes. But this is my ideal morning. And I know when I get up early enough, this is totally doable. I just got to be mindful of not spending too much time in God's word and just like making this all happen. And when I do this, I feel amazing and my kids feel amazing. So I know it really, really helps. So, um, I always ask, you know, what can you let go in your routine in the morning? And so for me, I've said, you know, what's going to let go. It's 30 minutes of workout in the morning, because I know just in this time, I don't have enough time to do it. And there's certain things that take priority because I can work out with my kids and get that cardio in with, with them. And that's doable there. So uh, for a lot of people too, it's like they realize, hey, I'm going to let go checking my phone first thing. And that's something I had to let go of too, uh, because it's just a slippery slope, right? And we really don't have that much time, especially if you've got little ones, the morning just goes by too quick. All right. So the afternoon routine, again, if you're, this is going to be different and unique to all of you. Um, and depending what season you're in. So maybe you're working, maybe you're not, maybe if you are working, it's in the home or out of the home, really think about how your afternoon really looks. If you're working, um, you know, how does your workflow, can you do it more efficiently? Is there some, you know, ways that you could line it up that, um, it's more laser focused? Um, can you prep a meal? So it doesn't take as much time on your lunch break. Maybe you're working out on your lunch break. If you're you know, um, a stay-at-home mom or you're not working right now, how can you structure your afternoon towards, you know, really impactful for you and your kiddos if you've got them to where it flows in a way that's going to help you out? So really think of what those things could be and be clear on them and say, hey, what am I doing now that's not working? Or what am I allowing my kids to do that's not working? How can I be more efficient? How can I get control of our time? And maybe it's like setting time boundaries on, you know, um, media, or maybe it's time boundaries on certain things you're doing or setting non-negotiables, non but really get clear. And then if you're looking for examples, uh, for me, you know, it does look different. I, you know, we jump into homeschool once my son's napping. Um, he naps around like 1030. So I know that's like an early afternoon, but on Mondays and Fridays, um, my children's dad picks them up and later afternoon. So at least, you know, my daughter gets homeschooled. She's, you know, got that down throughout the week. So it's great. Um, but Mondays and Fridays, I dive into work once my kids are gone and I'm just like right into work. I'm doing as much as I can. And I'm just really diligent about my time. And then it's at that point, those two days where I get, you know, a longer workout in, um, and I could run longer, but that's for those days. And I might run errands, you know, later into the evening, but Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday looks a lot more regimented as far as my kids go. It's, it's, it flows around them because I have to be mindful when they're around what is most important and what's going to give us the best flow and, um, and it's going to be what we need. And so again, like I said, we dive into homeschool when my son wakes up, it's lunch, we're all together. Um, and then after lunch, we're diving into some chores and, you know, my kids are helping me out because they follow me wherever I go. So if we're folding up the laundry, Ellie's helping, you know, my son's kind of laying on the clothes or eating them, but like 
I'm trying to show him or I'll have some toys nearby, but I really try to do that. And then I go into teaching Elijah. So he's young. I try to go over colors and shapes and um, words and really just try to work with him. And Ellie really likes to help out on that. And then after that, I let them kind of have some free time and have their own playtime together. So they'll either play together. They might be building something. Ellie might be crafting and he's kind of playing with his toys. And it's at that moment that I can work on some things that I have for myself that I need to get done. Um, or it's, I might be tidying up the house or I might be doing a workout, but it's at that time. I really try to be, um, mindful of what needs to get done in that time. And then, um, and then at the end part of that afternoon, we either run an errand or do an activity. And so I try to be mindful of the errands because I don't want to be running those every day, even though I'm working from home and things can be flexible. I don't want to be out running errands all the time. I really try to be mindful of only keeping, keeping that limited to a couple of days a week and then um, being more mindful as far as an activity that we can all do together. And then as far as the evening routine. So again, this is going to look super different for all of you guys. Oh, to backtrack. Don't forget to let go of something in that um, afternoon block for your routine. Um, and so for me, I had to let go of social media. And this is a big one I want to say because it's really easy to jump on for that work part, but then not know when to stop it. So I really have to be clear on if I'm going to work, it's going to be on this thing and really setting intention before I'm doing that. And that's really helped me because it's easy to have that slippery slope and then your kids are getting tired and then they're getting cranky and then you get stressed out and it becomes this big thing and it that's not what it should be about, right? And so it's just the hardest part is being disciplined, but um, that's, I just wanted to throw in there if that helps you out. Okay, so evening uh, routine. Like I said, this is going to look different if you're working um, because I know that could be a stressful time of like getting the kids if you have them or getting home or you might be in traffic, but think of what you can do if that's the case. Um, if you're working outside the home, what you can do during that time and maybe you're listening to something uplifting on your on your way home. Um, maybe your kids are in the car, you have worship music on, you're being inclined to ask them questions. Um, or it's just quiet in the car and you're engaging with them as you get home and you're lifting them up um, and really just being present. And then maybe you're working or you're not working in your, or you're working from home. So you're in the house. So think of how you could be mindful. You know, it's when should you be prepping dinner? When should you be bathing the kids? How can that flow uh, with more ease? You know, maybe you could be meal prepping and that can save you time. Maybe you can switching up the, 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 the timing of which you do either. Um, and maybe you're starting things earlier. So you have more time on the back half to spend with your partner and your kids and all of that. Also, when are you unplugging from it all? And if you've got older kids, when are they unplugging from it all? How are you spending time with your partner? If you've got one in, you know, the rest of the night and when are you telling yourself to go to bed and actually going to bed? Um, and when are you, are you prepping, you know, can you prep for the day before? And so again, if you want just like some examples, because I know that always helps me when I'm trying to learn from other people, um, you know, since I work, you know, from home and I kind of told you those basics on the times where my kids are here, um, the evening is, you know, we, my kids bathe at about five o'clock. It's definitely early and it's before dinner, but it's on purpose because I want to not be so stressed out and have everything pile on at the end of the day. I'd rather have things kind of flow. And I've realized if they do bath time before and it's earlier, it's just so much more 
ease and flow into my day. So we do that. And then um, from there, we go into getting dinner ready. Ellie will help out. Um, and then we all eat together. I make sure that there's no TV on. We have worship music and I try to make sure we're all having conversations and that's really easy because Ellie usually guides that and is making everything really playful. So, um, that goes pretty well. And then from there, um, I have Ellie, like, like I always have her clean up her plate and throw her, you know, napkin, all that in the trash, trash and wipe down underneath her where she was sitting. And so at the table, because that's just helping her, you know, with her independence and gaining some skills and stuff. And it helps me too. And so as I'm washing the dishes, um, Ellie is having a dance party with my son every night and it's really cute, but they're listening to worship music and dancing, getting all the wiggles out and laughing a bunch together. And it's just really sweet. So as I do that, I'm also, um, before I kind of like jump in with them, I'm writing out the next day, like what's to do and how can I prep? So I look at the, like the, the weather, I lay out our clothes. If my kids are going to be with their dad the next day. I make sure the bag's packed just by the door. We fill up our waters. Um, like I said, how I heat up the water in the morning and to drink the water with lemon and my tea, I have it pre-filled up and it's by the microwave. Like I make things like super simple, lay out my stuff for the greens. It sounds like it's a lot of things, but it's actually really fast. And I'm laughing the whole time and singing with them and kind of dancing. Like it's not a big to do and it makes it really, really easy. Um, and then, you know, we read together, I get my son down and then I jump in the shower, get ready for bed. And then I have time with my daughter and it's not a ton of time, um, because she needs to go down, you know, shortly after him, but, um, we do, like either games, um, or we'll play with her toys, which she's usually trying to get me to talk, talk me into that, or we'll watch something together, but we do that. And then it's prayers. You know, we kind of talk before bed and then she goes to bed. And after that, that's when I can work. And so it's easy for me to want to, you know, um, go to bed <laughs> for one, but I really try to make be intentional. If there's anything I need to set up for like my podcast stuff I'm writing up, or maybe I have, I'm speaking that month, there's something I need to write up, or maybe it's with a client and I'm coaching and there's some text I need to draft up or a social media post I want to do in the morning. I really try to be intentional on doing all that stuff within that hour or two. Um, and then I put all that, you know, close that up. And then I try to read, even if it's just one page of a book I'm reading, and then I just pray, pray myself out to sleep. Um, and that's that. So I know, again, that sounds like a lot, but give yourself grace to just try things on. And the cool thing about having a morning routine, afternoon routine, and evening routine is it's not when you start doing that, you realize like, hey, if the morning was kind of off, I still got the afternoon and the evening to have that flow and have a lot of wins in it because it's really easy to be like, oh, well, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed or things aren't going right. It's no, that's not what this is. Like we're responsible. We have to take res responsibility for our life and really own up to what we want and how we want to show up. So again, give yourself grace for the season you're in, bring the joy and excitement because this time's going to go by so fast. And I urge you just to have fun with it. And one thing that um, I'm also doing to try to bring the fun is Thursdays, I try to have a more fun day. So we'll still do the homeschool aspect and stuff, but I try to make it more fun to where we're going outside the home and experiencing something. So um, maybe this is a trip to the library, museum, it's a play date. 
Um, it's just doing something fun that we normally wouldn't do. And, um, so my kids just get like an additional experience and it could be a free thing, you know, but that's just something we try to do. Um, and then also, what was I going to say? Um, the fun aspect and yeah, it'll come to me, but other books on things that I could recommend for you guys on, um, on kind of helping with routine. These are two books that have helped me is large family logistics by Kim Brenham and managers or man, wait, what is it? Managers of their home by Stephen and Terry Maxwell. I'll link all this in the show notes. Um, it is really good. And it actually gives you detailed like block scheduling that you can see how they, how they did it, how it's been most effective. And they really walk you through it. And it's really simplified to the point, both of these you're going to love so much, um, especially if you really geek out on like how other people do that and have success and have big families and a lot on their plate. And these people show you how you can do it and they've got a lot on their plate and they're doing it really, really well. So check out that. And um, yeah, and I just urge you to have fun with it and realize that things are going to change and things are going to look different. And one thing I want to add in for my evening that I'm not doing, this is what I was going to mention um, was that I want to have family Bible time. And this is something that I've been feeling really convicted to do. So if there's something you're feeling really convicted to do, maybe this is your reminder or your confirmation to like, Hey, add that in or let, let go of that. That's not serving you and your family, you know? So, um, for me, I want to do family Bible time. My daughter's got a Bible. That's an actual, like, um, you know, teen version, I guess you could say almost Bible, but it's, it's got everything in there. Um, it's just more simplified. And so I just want to open that up at night and have us all three, you know, me read a verse to them and kind of talk to them about it. Um, whether they're laughing, giggling, whatever, it's just really getting them in the habit of starting our day with God, ending it with God and just being really intentional. Um, so that's just that. And then one little thing I want to leave you guys with is, this quote I found, and it just really hit me, but it says, ask yourself if what you're doing today is getting you closer to where you want to be tomorrow or not. So what's in your routine that's allowing you to get closer and what's not, and really give yourself the courage to be like, you know what, I'm going to say no to this and yes to this. And I think so often our routines get sideswiped because of outside things, right? Not necessarily because of us, but outside forces that we're saying yes to. So maybe you're saying yes to a lot of things that aren't serving your routine. I urge you to just realize what's going to serve you and your family, you know, and what's going to serve your husband and honoring that, you know, this is this, we get one life, we get one shot at raising these kiddos and more is caught than taught. And to show them how to thrive in routine, we kind of got to be that model, right? And we got to emulate that and we got to try some stuff on and we might fall a million times because we're creating that habit, but realize that you can do this and it's going to take time, but having a routine will bring so much more joy and peace and time back into your life. Trust me, you're going to feel well, way more rested, way more encouraged and a lot more organized. So I hope that helped. Um, let me know what resonated with you. Leave a rating and review if this is serving you. And I hope you guys just have a beautiful week ahead. Find ways to add new things into your routine that are going to help serve you. And I will talk to you soon.